Do you have friends that suck your energy? Do you have friends that take up all your time? Do you have friends who just ugh, leave you feeling yuck? It's time to get rid, my love. It's time to clear away those toxic friends. If you want to know how and my easy three steps for clearing out what no longer serves you, then join me today. This episode is about toxic friends and how to get rid. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Hey, how are you today? I am giving you a quick podcast update here because I have just come off the call from my own coach and we've been working through some of my challenges because no matter how much personal development things you do, even I have to have my own coach. In fact, I have a coach and I have a mentor. So I'm taking all the support I can get to make sure that I can bring you the best possible service. So In today's episode, I want to talk to you about toxic friends. I was asked this question recently about how do you get rid of toxic friends? And I thought that's quite an interesting one, really. I'm not entirely sure I've got any toxic friends. However, this wasn't always the case. I'm pretty sure I've had a clear out of my closet and some of my friendship group over the years. That's for sure. Some people just are not the right fit. And this can be in your business too. Sometimes, you know, your customers, they're just not the right fit for your business. And it can be tough because just like those friends, they're parts of them that you'd really love to have to be working with or to be alongside. But overall, there's something about the relationship that doesn't quite gel. So I was thinking though about this particular aspect of friendship. And because I was talking to my coach, oh my goodness, I'm going to squirm here, but (laughs) here we go. Because I was talking to my coach, we weren't really talking about friends so much as my thoughts and feelings. And I think that it's possible I've made friends with some unhelpful thoughts, that those thoughts keep repeating in my mind and they've become so familiar that they've become like toxic friends. That When I start thinking those thoughts, they stop me from taking the action that I need in my life or in my business. I inadvertently am hanging out in an unhappy place. Not because it's really where I intend to be, but because it's become so familiar, it is actually comfortable. So I'm asking you today, are you inadvertently hanging out in an unhappy place? Do you have unhappy feelings that have become so familiar they're like old friends? Or maybe that old woolly jumper that you keep pulling out the closet even though it's moth-eaten, it's got holes in it. You somehow 
know that you just look awful in that pew screen, yet you still keep wearing it because it somehow feels comfortable. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to rid yourself from those toxic friends, those unhappy feelings, thoughts and actions that keep you trapped and hold you back from achieving the success that you want in your life and your business. I'm going to be showing you how you can easily transform those feelings into feelings that will help you rather than hinder. How you can take those actions like procrastination, delay, distraction, and convert them into actions that will move the needle in your business and your life. Actions that will support the feelings you wish to create. Those feelings of confidence, joy, abundance, and success. Before we dive right in, I just wanted to give you an update from Viv Allen HQ. I had the fantastic opportunity on the weekend to be uh, assistant race officer for a windsurfing competition that was happening here in Pool Harbour. Beautiful harbour, by the way, if you've never visited, ever get to the UK, please do drop in. Anyway, the competition was for teenagers. It was set. It's, it's in our middle of our winter. It's absolutely freezing. And although I was wrapped up in several layers, the young people I was uh, watching compete were very bravely out there in wetsuits and many of them without even wetsuit booties. Oh, my goodness. I admired their pluck, their confidence and their courage to face the elements. But you know what? They want not batting an eye. After several races, we were checking in that they were still warm enough and happy to continue. And every one of them, even those who were following up in the rear, still had beaming smiles. Yes, sure. And it got me to thinking, why were they so motivated? Why were they not put off by the elements or the challenges or the fact they hadn't succeeded? And you know what? I remembered what it was like to be a teenager. You see, I used to windsurf too back in the day, which is why I was interested in in helping out this with as a race officer for this particular event. Although I started taking part in windsurfing competitions, I'd certainly never witnessed one from the outside. And I remembered that young people are not marred or held back by all of the thoughts and feelings that we seem to collect as adults. We collect them like friends. These feelings where we haven't succeeded and we don't feel good enough because we made a mistake. We took a wrong turn. Life didn't quite work out the way we'd expected. Young people are full of joy and optimism. They're not held back by memories because they haven't yet created them and they certainly are very clear about their friendship groups. Young people are amazing. They won't tolerate nearly as much as an adult. If you listen in on their conversations, they're ready to take action and speak their minds. There's plenty of chat going on on the start line. Who was following the rules and who was bending them? certainly called out very quickly by their peers. Anyhow, watching that competition, 
watching those young people perform to the best of their ability with a smile on their face despite the adverse conditions got me thinking about toxic friends. That and the pep talk I've just had from my own coach has inspired me to put into action and share with you one of the tools I've already designed for my clients and have used on many occasions. It never quite got round to writing up, producing it in a format so that it could be replicated many times over. So just for today, because I reward action takers, if you leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher, then I am more than happy to share with you this tool. All you have to do is leave me a review and I will send the worksheet on to you as a special gift because I like to reward action takers. So here, let's dive in and find out how we can unearth these unhelpful thoughts, feelings and behaviours. Even if they have become friends, we know they're no longer serving us and it's time to get rid once and for all. If you know you have go-to thoughts, go-to behaviours, even go-to feelings that kind of keep you trapped and leave you feeling deflated, unable to achieve, make you reach for the fridge or the bottle. Well, my lovelies, it's time they were gone. They have served their purpose, sure, because coping strategies are always there for a reason to protect us from a time when we needed them. But if they're still lingering around in your closet of your mind, then it is time to move them on. So come on, let's do this. I'm going to take you through this process step by step. As you're listening, follow along. But if you've got a chance to bust out your journal and write some of this stuff down, I can encourage you to do that. I would, because it's when we take action, when we get it out of our heads, that we can start living from our heart. So the first thing you've got to do, okay, is make a list. I know, I love my lists. But it's one of the best ways we can get things clear in our mind. So I want you to write a list now. Just say, put three things on it. Three feelings. If you never had them again, you never saw them again, you never felt them again, you would never look back. You'd be delighted to see the back of them. It's funny, when I'm working with clients, I quite often start with asking, what do they want? And they will always guarantee you, almost always, firstly list all the things they don't want. So I'm going to ask you to start with these feelings you no longer want to have. Is this feelings of low self-esteem, confusion? Maybe it's a feeling of not being good enough. Maybe it's that whole comparing when you look at someone else's Instagram feed, or in my case, listen to their podcast, which you think is absolutely perfect. Whatever it is, that thought or feeling that you have, you want to be rid of, write them down. Just three. I'm going to give you a moment to do that now. Next, I want you to write down three feelings you'd like to replace those feelings with. So, for example, if just a really simple one here, fairly common, the feeling you want to get rid of get shot of, no longer be friends with, is not feeling good enough. 
Okay, great. So what you want to create is a feeling of good enough. And this could be a good enough wife, mother, brother, mum, dad, business person. Just choose whatever part of your life. So on the other side, you'll have a list of three feelings you want to create. Well, maybe you have them already, but they're just not familiar enough. They're not anchored enough to who you are. You don't spend enough time of your day in that feeling. So now you have two lists. The next step in this process is to create a similar list about actions. Again, write three actions you take, that maybe you'll go two actions, but you know in your heart of hearts that when you go to that place, you're actually delaying, distracting, or procrastinating. You're doing something to take you away from that feeling that you had that wasn't good enough. So, for example, I know that if I have something tricky to do on a technical basis, I will do all kinds of stuff to try and avoid that rather than just get on with the job at hand. Now, that does have some payoffs because at times my house is incredibly tidy depending on how much I'm holding back on completing the task at hand because it feels unfamiliar or uncomfortable. So go ahead now, write down your top three go-to actions that, if you were honest, you knew just hold you back from the direction you're trying to travel in. You know, like calling up that friend? I don't know. Have you got a friend that maybe, you know, when they call, you sort of want to dodge the call? I know, it feels really uncomfortable. I know it's not necessarily a popular thing to admit. But I'm sure, if we're honest, we all have people in our friendship group that we sometimes think, right now is not the time to talk to you. Right now, I'm going to just avoid that call for the moment because you either don't feel great after you've spoken to them or you know once they pick up, you pick up the phone, that's it. You're writing off the next hour of your time. And isn't it funny how we wouldn't tolerate that and yet we could do it to ourselves? Like, I won't put off doing the laundry in the middle of a working day when really Of course, I want to put off putting the laundry in the middle of a working day. I wouldn't even want to do it on the weekends. But if I'm faced with some sort of something I perceive as a tough challenge in my business, then yeah, of course, the laundry comes into play. Because I'll go to that familiar task, something that feels comfortable. And let's face it, who doesn't love seeing a pile of laundry folded and neatly put away? It's like a task completed. And that's gives me a great feeling because I know it's something I can accomplish with ease and finesse. My folding is second to none, by the way. So go ahead, write your list of things you go to when you really are distracting yourself, procrastinating or delaying. And once you've written that list, I'm sure you're getting the hang of it this by now. I want you to write on the other side a list of three actions you could take that would make you feel great. Link it to those feelings above that you wrote. So link it to, say, for example, it was something that made you feel good enough. Well, I know that I would distract myself with doing the laundry. 
because I didn't feel good enough. Let me just talk you through this example, just so that you're really on the same page as me here and you understand the power of our mind to keep us trapped, but equally that power it has to build us up and beyond those sticking points. Using my example there of folding the laundry, can you see how the thoughts go in a circle? And this circle can either take me upwards or away from the thing I'm trying to achieve. What I've admitted to you is that if I'm facing a challenge, I will go to laundry because I like folding it and I like to see it all neatly put away because it makes me feel accomplished, a task completed. I can see the results and that means a great deal to me. I like to see the results. I'm sure I'm not alone with this because many of my clients have told me the same thing. No, not that they do laundry as their go-to distractor, but that they like feeling they've completed and accomplished something. However, doing laundry in the middle of my working day is a sure way to use up my valuable and precious time that is dedicated specifically for running my business. Would I take a call from my friend who I know is just ringing to chew the fat in the middle of the day because they're not at work? No, I wouldn't. So why would I do the laundry? Are you starting to get the feel for this? It's all about the feelings we want to avoid and the feelings we want to create. A bit like our friendship group. We want to cultivate a group of feelings around us so close to us that we can call on them at any time. Bring them near so that we can push on through any resistance that we feel. Sure, we always feel uncomfortable when something's new, but that uncomfortableness could be excitement. And knowing that you can achieve something by just pushing on, despite the adverse conditions. Just as I was watching the windsurfers change position, the leaders at the beginning for a few races were not always the winners at the end of the series. And for those who really wanted it, they fought for every place on that race course. They didn't give up just before the finish line. They sailed straight through it. So now you have two lists. You have a list of actions that you know are distractors. And you have a list of actions that you know will take you towards those feelings of accomplishment, good enough, or whatever it was you had on your list. And now for the final step, take a look at your diary and work out where you can put those actions into play. So what I'm here, what I'm meaning here is you know there are certain actions you can take that are going to help you feel fantastic, feel accomplished, feel successful. And when you look at the actions you need to take in your business, the steps you have planned, part of your strategy, the things you need to do to move your business forward, to make the changes that you want in your life, you have to start meeting those challenges head on. We need to make friends with those uncomfortable feelings no more. We need to make good friends of the feelings that we're trying to create, that we want more of in our life, and do the actions and the activities that will bring those feelings to us. 
And then we need to find some way of anchoring that, connecting those feelings so that they are easily accessible to us at times of challenge, times of change. So to answer the question, how do you get rid of toxic friends? Stop hanging out with them. That would be the first thing. How do you do that? Find new friends. How do you find new friends? Look at the activities that you enjoy, the things that make you feel fun, make you feel happy, that support you, that make you feel valuable and help you feel valued and hang out there. Sure, these changes don't necessarily happen overnight. It's not quite as easy as blocking someone or deleting their number. But you can certainly become conscious of those habits that you have that have been keeping you trapped, holding you back, keeping you locked in that unhappy place when all the while you've been seeking a happy place of your own. So the third part to this activity is to write another list. First of all, we've covered the feelings that we no longer want to be familiar with. Then we covered the actions that we know we need to replace. And now we're going to look at the thoughts. So go ahead. You know the routine by now. Write down a list of thoughts. Thoughts that you have that you know will trigger either the feelings of unhappiness or the actions that keep you away from the activities that you really want to do. Imagine for a moment that you want to make some new friends. Perhaps you've moved to a new town or you've had a change of job and you want to make some new friends. How would you go about doing this? Well, first of all, we know that you want to make new friends because you want to feel connected. You want to feel like you belong. And you know that the actions you need to take are talking to people, picking up the phone, or instigating a meetup. Yet your thoughts go along these sorts of lines. Nah, they look really busy. I won't disturb them right now. Ah, uh, they've probably got loads of friends already. There's no point in speaking to them right now. Oh, I'm really busy right now. I'll speak to them another day. Now, whilst all those thoughts might be reasonable, on some level, the truth is, if you and I are honest with each other, and you know what, I'm beginning to feel like we can be. If we're honest, we know that those thoughts are just deflections to stop us from and to help us avoid a feeling rejected, possibly, or maybe vulnerable because we're having to admit that, you know, we're seeking and, and asking for friendship. I don't know what the reason is for you, but I know that it's most likely linked to some of those uneasy feelings that you wrote at the top of the page, the ones you want to avoid, and less focused on the feelings that you wanted on the other side, you know, those feelings you really want to create. And there feels like some sort of gap between the feelings you don't want and the feelings you do want, but you just don't know how to get it and how to bridge that gap. This exercise is designed to help you to do that. So go ahead, write down those thoughts, the thoughts you have that you know are keeping you from taking the action you need to do next in your business or in your life to make the changes that you're seeking. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to do that now. Okay, you got it? 
So go right ahead, fill in the three thoughts that you want to replace those unhelpful thoughts with. This could be really simple. If you've written a negatively framed thought, something like, I don't want to blah, 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 fill in the blanks. Simply put on the other side, I do want, I desire. You don't need to overcomplicate this. Believe me, I've tried. It is that simple. Okay, time to summarise all this for you, because by now you should have a piece of paper that's pretty full. That means you've divided it into three sections. Feelings, actions, and thoughts. And on the left-hand side, you've got all of the feelings, thoughts, and actions you want to move away from. And on the right-hand side, you've got a list of all the feelings, actions, and thoughts that you want to create more of in your life. So these are your buddies. These are your friends. The toxic friends are on the left, and all the friends you want to cultivate are on the right. It's time now to take action. What I want you to do next is to look at your diary, look at your calendar, look at how you spend your days and see where these new friends are going to fit in. How are you going to cultivate that friendship? How are they going to become familiar? How can you make those actions your go-to? What other things can you do that will actually make you feel fantastic? What other actions can you take that will foster that feeling that you want to create? And notice now, when those thoughts pop in that are less than helpful, you know, like those toxic friends who sidle up next to you and you haven't realised suddenly you've spent an hour talking about nothing much, listening to a lot of their problems and not actually achieving the things you needed to in your business for that day. Or you've given away your time when actually you could have been creating something of value to share with your customers and serve them better. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to get a copy of this worksheet just for you so you can work on it a little bit deeper in your own time, Leave me a review. I always reward action takers. So leave me a review and I will be more than happy to drop a copy of this worksheet straight into your inbox. Remember, thoughts become things. Make sure you choose good ones. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 